Hi, thanks for joining us for this episode of the Teacher Nerds Podcast. Remember, check us out on teachernerds.com and follow us on Twitter at Teacher Nerds. And remember, we are nerds with a Z. Now a word from our sponsor. Two, three, four. Teacher nerds, teacher nerds, knocking on your door. Open up, let's take your teaching further than before. Give it a try, don't be shy, there's nothing there to lose. Worst thing that happens, kids get pain on their shoes. We're talking teacher nerds, I'm talking teacher nerds. About to start the show and then we'll watch our learning. All right, so we're back with another episode of Teacher Nerds. I'm Ron Nober. I'm Joe DiPaolo. I teach technology, third grade to eighth grade. I'm a third grade teacher. So uh, let's start the show out like we always do. And Joe, you came up with our topic for two yes more, one no way today. What do you got? Breakfast edition, Ron. All right. One of my favorite meals. Love to go out to breakfast, especially uh, on vacation, little out to breakfast kind of thing. Uh, find those little nooks. Yep, absolutely. All right. So let's go ahead and we'll get started. It's time for two yes more, one no All right, Joe. So let's. Why don't you start us off today? Oh, you want me to go, Ron? All right. So breakfast. My two yeses are both going to involve bacon. <laughs> why wouldn't they? But, well, I mean, you know, it's a breakfast staple, and I, I'm going to start off with a bacon, egg, and cheese on a plain bagel, and wait for it. Yellow mustard. Yellow mustard. Oh, Ron, man, it's so good, and. It's my go-to sandwich, unless it's a Dunkin' Donuts. Like, I'm not into the bacon from Dunkin' Donuts. I'm talking real bacon. Real bacon. So, yeah, you know, you have to go to a real bagel shop. Um, and for those people that are listening outside of the Jersey area, um, we have Dunkin' Donuts and Wawa's, and it's yep. just like this fake bacon. Um, so you have to find a real Jersey bagel place, and uh, the bacon's delicious. So bacon, egg, and cheese on a plain bagel, yellow mustard, choice number one. All right, I'm going to give that a try someday. It's delicious, It's especially at the beach. All right. So, speaking of the beach, there's a place in Shipbottom, and it's got the best, the best fresh-squeezed orange juice, and I like to accompany that with a bacon omelet with nice, a side nice. of bacon. Bacon omelet with a side of bacon. Oh, Ron, it's delicious. Ooh, all it's, right. It's, you know, maybe not the best meal if uh, you're you're working on your heart-healthy diet, but you know what? As a cheap meal, <laughs> and and bacon's delicious, so uh, that would be my second meal. Now my one no way scrapple. Scrapple? All right, yeah. I can't do it, Ron. Yeah, I understand that. Um, and now a lot of people might not even know what scrapple is. It's a kind of okay. you know Pennsylvania, Philadelphia area uh, really? staple. So it's very much like pork roll. Yeah, like kind of like pork roll. A, yeah, a local um, local fan favorite. Yeah, uh, kind of. Everything but the pig except the oink. Yes. And I, put it into a gelatin kind of... Patty? Gelatinous mass and fry it up. Can't do it. Yeah, and I mean... I, and my girlfriend loves it. I can partake a little bit, but... When we go out, you know, that's that's her staple. She, yeah. You know, especially the places that, that do do scrapple well. Right. Um, yeah, she loves it, and I can't stand it. Can't stand to look at it. Can't stand to smell it. But, uh, so that's going to be my one no way. All right, so... Uh, all right, so my two yes more. One would have to be from a local place here. Uh, give a shout out to Vincent Town Diner. Mm. They have some of the most amazing pancakes, and they have all different varieties. Um, my uh, go-to would be they have a sweet potato pancake. Okay. 
um, which is you don't even need to put syrup, butter, anything on these pancakes. Really? They are moist, fluffy. They're little sweet from the sweet potato. Okay. Um, so their pancakes are unbelievable. Now, my two, my other yes uh, more, I'm going to go back a little bit to when I uh, was at Temple University as a student. All right. We had tons of food trucks around. Oh, yeah. Talking um, my style. And I worked in at the facilities management building while I was going to school with my brother-in-law. And uh, we used to go to this one truck, and we would call it the stump we would get. And it was a sausage, bacon, steak, pork roll egg and cheese oh my goodness on a kaiser roll and at when we would order it the guy would just laugh uh. and go ha, 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 heart attack <laughs> and and he would you know that would that would be what he he did when he was making it and, and giving it to us now we wouldn't eat it every day right okay so a treat but a little treat it was would it was amazing ke- ketchup on it nothing oh just man. a little salt pepper really that's all you needed what it kind of was, steak uh, it was like uh, cheesesteak steak, like steak okay. steak okay. Um, on there, you know, and man, it was delicious. You know, I, I, I'm I going to go try the uh, sweet potato pancakes. Ron, Not doing I the stump? I don't think I'm going to the stump, man. <laughs> Woo! All right. Um, my no way... Um, I'm not a big cream cheese fan. So like a bagel and cream cheese? Really? Uh, you know... Wow. I'll do it a little bit, but, you know, I would never, that wouldn't be my first go-to. Okay. So. Huh. That's interesting, man. Being at the beach and being close to the beach and even around here, there's good bagels. Oh, yeah. I know. I mean, I like a good bagel. I'd like a little butter on it. Okay. You know what I mean? I'm not a big cream cheese. Now, my wife loves bagel and cream cheese. Yeah. All right. So, uh, all right. So, there there we were. Yeah. So, today we're going to talk about uh, whole brain teaching. Um you know, it's been around since 1999. Chris Biffle. Yep, Chris Biffle. Um, and there, it looks like I was looking at the website. There's there's a whole crew now connected to whole brain teaching. Um, you know, there's a lot more. I guess, when did we get into it? A couple years ago? Yeah, I mean, I, I started really looking at it uh, probably when I first started teaching in 2011. Okay. Um, you know, so I had started looking at it then. But it, it's definitely uh, taken off and almost taken a life of its own now. Like, it's would, it's all over. It's a lot different than when I first started going into it. Right. Um, but, you know, websites, videos, there's a lot yeah. out there to help you through it. Um, so, they, you know, they do a lot of call and response and hand gestures. And, and one of the things that got me interested was my master's thesis was on the use of gestures in teaching okay. and how it helps you recall things. And and that's that's the premise of whole brain teaching. Exactly. Left, Left side brain, and right, right brain, side right? Yeah. Coming together. Um, and I know you've used portions of it as I have. And I think you're probably now in a in a uh regular classroom where I'm a special area teacher, I think you, you get to use it a little more than I do. But but tell me how much easier it is for you when my kids come in there to oh. already have it under their belt and, and to to know what to do and, right. and how to and how to do it. Yeah. You know? I mean and, and really I, the one thing I like about it is you can go and take little portions of it. Most you don't definitely. have to do the whole program, and that, that's kind of what I'm getting at is when your, your students come to me for, for technology, it's very easy for me to get their attention because we do the class yes. Um, and it's do you want to explain a little bit about class yes? I think class yes is just that quick, simple response, um, and it's more than just talking. You know, when the teacher calls class, uh, the students respond with yes, but they're they're looking for you. So they right. have to first find you with their eyes, and then their hands are coming together. <coughs> Excuse me. And they 
you know, and, and typical whole brain teaching, they want the kids to fold their hands. Right. You know what? I just, and as any teacher would, make it work for you. Yeah, right? exactly. So, so yep. their their hands, they're coming together. So there's a little bit of motion. They're right. looking for you. They're and it's and it's a quick way to get their attention. And it's cool that once you master that, you know, you make it fun. So right. during the holidays, it's class dreidel and yes, yep, we made yep. it out of clay or class Santa. Yes, ho ho ho. Yep. Um, we bring it into writing. Writing cool. fairy yep. tales now, so it's class once upon a time, and they respond yes in a land far, far away. Oh, that's awesome! Very and, cool, and it is, and and it's a great way, a quick attention getter that doesn't take a lot of time. Right, and I think what what really gets the kids interested is they're looking to see, they're they're really listening to hear what you say, so they can get the right response. Because like I used to do. I would, you know, sing class in like an opera voice yep, and, they respond. Or, and they would have to sing yes in an opera voice. And I might say class five times in a row and they have to respond yes five times in a row. Um, so it makes it fun for them well, and like it gets game. their attention. Yeah, it's a, it's, it's, it's a, a game. It's a game. Yep. And, and let's face it, you make class enjoyable, you get kids interested yep. a, little, a little bit easier. And one of the things I like to add into that is after they say yes, what I do is I wait a period of time and it's I almost wait until it's a little bit uncomfortable and awkward okay. to where people are looking around going what's he waiting for okay yeah but by that time I have everybody's attention and they're really wondering like what is going on here there's awkward and, pauses yep Good and it, it, it makes it makes for that everybody's really listening at that point right you have you have them yep. you have them and and what's great is you know we could we could kind of bleed right into the next uh the scoreboard Oh yeah, the I mean yep. that's that's you gamify it and it and it's nice and simple. You yep. don't have to code anything. You don't have to make anything. Right. It's not you know. And some of those you know like class craft and class dojo are fun, but this is this you know, is simple. It's simple. You right? put a smiley face and a frowny face on the board, and and right. the other teachers they laugh because they'll hear me. Oh, that's a frowny face. That's right. a frowny face. But uh, I tell you, they 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 work. We, we break it up before recess and after recess. Okay. So before recess, if they're winning on the scoreboard and a smiley face would be a compliment from another teacher in the hall. Yep, yep. Now all of a sudden you have a whole group of kids that are eight years old that are walking in the hall. Right. Trying to be trying getting to get compliments. The, trying to yep. get those compliments. Um, you know, doing things in the classroom, responding to class. Yes. Right. In a positive manner. Right. And, and, and quickly. And yes. In an appropriate amount of time. Um, there's what they call class talk and and by using class talk in the scoreboard when they're explaining their responses on the board you know right. when they're explaining why they think this character is this way it's class talk so you know six plus four is ten you put the zero down and carry the one now you're in your tens column seven plus three you know so and, they're explaining the whole process so they're explaining how they got to the answer okay. which really helps on test when they right, ask yeah. to explain their answer it's it's right. practice um, but, and it's also just communication right like speaking. getting comfortable speaking there and you explaining yourself um and they get more smiley faces than frowning faces on the board they get a minute of extra recess cool and that one minute of recess that you lose you make up for with so much time not saying stop right. talking um because let's face it who hasn't heard a teacher say and and i've been there before yeah yeah, yeah. um I don't know why you're still coming in here talking doing and not the, yeah, doing yeah. what you're supposed to do when that's the kind of stuff you get down in September right. and whole brain teaching, you know, they want to win on that scoreboard. So right. it's, it's, you tell them to line up quietly. They don't line up quietly. You sit down, you give them a frowny face and you say, let's try it again. Right. And now it's, Ooh, that was really good. Let me see you get a smiley face and now do it even better. I don't want to hear your chair slide. Right. Um, 
So, so the you know the gamifying of it, and and it's great to be the teacher to want to win right. because next thing you know, you know, not that you want to beat a bunch of little eight year olds, but it's great when they beat you. Absolutely, because you have a class then that is, is right. ready to listen. They're doing things the way they're supposed right. to do, and and teaching can start. And I know, like you know, when we started with this, like I, Chris Biffle talks about, you know, you never want there to be a huge gap between who's winning and who's losing right so you you always find a way to you know just a little improvement in them doing something they get a they get a point right you know and i did i know like you do frowny faces smiley faces like i even did when i was teaching fifth grade you know we're in eagles country here so i would let the students be the eagles and i would be the cowboys and they had you know the eagles had to beat the cowboys or you know you could do the phillies nationals or you know some some kind of rivalry right you know you could do Godzilla versus Mothra, uh-huh. you know, or, you know, whatever you want to do, right? right? Like, you know. Keep it current. Yeah, exactly. Batman versus Joker. You know, you, you could get a little more creative with it. That's great. That's and great. And let them, you know, do that. Um, you know, and that's it. We're, I, the one thing I do love about what he does is, and whole brain teaching does, it's not uh, trying to get kids to, you know, to, to pick the, the best kids or the kids who are doing best. It's all about just seeing improvement well and that's that's why like you know we do those five finger woos right so a kid can give a great explanation and and you know get up in front of the class and do things on the board and talk about things and that deserves a 10 finger woo or a five finger woo which then would get their do you know it it prompts kids to want to go do something and and put themselves at risk because now they can earn a smiley face for the class and and when you keep it close ron sometimes a smiley face will push it but yeah right exactly Push, pushes it to over the edge and, and gives them the win. Um, uh, yeah, that, and that, the five finger was, again, like a lot of his stuff because you're, you're incorporating gestures and you're incorporating this this call response. Kids are getting to talk in class, right? So right, you're, you're, and you're getting, getting to move. Right, and you're getting to move, talk. And where do most of your problems come from when you're trying to do direct instruction? Moving and talking. Right, and, and let's face it, like you can't just stand in front of the classroom. I mean, I have eight-year-olds, right. so if I can keep their attention for five minutes, that's great. You're, so in between five minutes, I mean, there's got to be something going on. Yep. Um, and and I, I teach in the inclusion classroom, and I do teach with a special ed teacher, right. and, and she's has taught with a lot of great teachers and she says the way we work in class the those types of quick calls and the ability for movement right. those those kids really benefit from right. that uh, yeah and it's just it, yeah and, and really everybody's benefiting right? right like i mean right but i mean just just the idea of little improvements again you get those kids who may not be getting a's on tests but now you went from say a 70 to a 75 you got improvement you're going to get a five finger woo you're going to you're going to get praised for that where maybe before you kind of still felt bad about yourself or let's say you have the kid that can slide by and and really just sit there in class and not do anything now you're watching and if the whole class isn't doing things you can not necessarily single that person out but say to the class hey listen right we're not we're We're not not, all involved yeah we all have to do this so now maybe those kids are getting into it and um, I know you've, you've used, uh, you know, Teach OK. Yes. Um, can you explain that? Like, I, well, I, I didn't use that as much, but. You know, that that's great because how many times are you giving directions? Well, and I, I guess I should stop saying that. I know multiple times I'm giving directions. Well, you and, always got to be giving some directions. You know, you well, and you see those kids that are starting on something. And, right. And, and they're they're not listening to directions. They're doing things they're they supposed to They think they know what they're supposed to do already. You know, and, I'm sure you're saying things and you, you might see kids typing away on things right. or, or clicking links are yep. not ready to click yet or you know it, it happens so 
they have to listen to what you're doing and they can't then engage until you clap and say go or teach, teach. or you know because if they're talking to someone it might be teach it might right. be go um it might be on your own without talking and then you clap and say go and the kids respond with a clap and say okay and just like you're when you you know depending on how you say it is how they respond, how they respond. Yep. depending on how many times you clap is what you know so it so they're engaged they're looking at you yep. and and you know, I've I've seen videos of, of Chris Biffle using this in college, um, right. and those kids responding. You know, yep, and, yep. and at first they're you know they're what what's this guy doing? And and he just jumps right into it. And and if you jump into it full force, you know the kids. And if, if it's something you're doing in a K to eight district, you know it's it's ingrained in them. Right. And if if everybody's doing it, I mean, just think of how much time you're saving. You know, all the way through you make up so much time yep. because you know the kids it's and i guess it's routine it's it's they come in this is what's expected of them they know the teacher does this their their response is this you know they right. have the uh class norms right all right so yeah i know they have a a set of class norms or rules um and they just help the day run run smoother and you know their rule number one is follow directions quickly and again we're not trying to create robots but you know, things need to be done in a kind of timely manner. Most definitely. Um, rule two, you know, is raise your hand for permission to speak. And again, you're talking during when you're giving direct instruction, right? You know, that's what you're talking about. Um, rule three, raise your hand for permission to leave your seat. And again, we're talking about during direct instruction. You know, kids, we, we're in, we do making and things like that in the classroom. So kids are moving around, they're talking to each other. But a lot of these are for when you're in the midst of direct instruction, not interrupting somebody. Um, rule four, you know, is great. Just make smart choices, you know, and, and you can discuss what are smart choices, you know, um, you know, being kind, all those kind of things. And then rule five, keep your learning community happy. That's a beautiful right? thing. Like just just be respectful. We all you, have you know? to be and here. And again, you can make the rules whatever you choose. Those are some of the rules they have down. Um, and they create hand gestures with, with each of the rules. Of course. Right. So again, you're engaging that left brain, right brain, you're doing some call and repeat. Um, you know, again, you make the rules and norms, whatever you want them to be in your classroom. And when you're, when you're going over those norms, when you're going over those hand gestures, uh, to have them follow along with, right. with mirrors and words. So, right, they're, so they're, they're following you like in a mirror, they're doing every gesture you do. Okay. Um, when you do mirrors and words, it's every gesture and everything you say. Right, um, cool. And it is. It's just a way to get them talking. And get, it's fun. Right, and and they, they start to learn the rules. Right. Um, we like to use mirrors and words when our objective's on the board. Okay. And, uh, you know, because you can tell the, tell the students the objective. But now you have, if you do mirrors and words, you know, today we are. And, and there's all the gestures yep, yep. associated with it. You know, learning to use strategies to solve uh, problems with fractions. And you know you start them off in the beginning of the year using mirrors and words teaching them about the gestures and the objective right um and then they internalize it and by the end of the year they're doing it on their own right right um you know as an exit ticket maybe that's cool yeah. to the class what'd you do using right. mirrors and words that's awesome um it is it's and it gets them involved it's you know we talk moving talking right. it's it's a great way to keep them engaged and, you know, one of the things, and I don't know if you use this, but I, I used it when I, I was teaching fifth grade, was the super improvers wall. Okay. Um, and it's kind of, you know, like I did it as like a, 
you know, belt type system, like almost like a martial art, right? Um, they would move from white belt all the way through to black belt. Oh, and very cool. It was I haven't used based it. on individual achievement. And you can make it whatever you want. Like you could make it from whatever you would call like a beginning surfer, because I know you're a surfer, up okay. to pro, right? And, and kind of everything in between. And what you do is it's based on individual achievements. Um, it's not based on, did you get 100 on a test? Did you improve from the last time? Um, were you kinder today than you were another day? So, okay. And what happens is if they get five stars on a level, they move another level. Again, you're gamifying things, right? Love it. And you could do it as... You could set personal records or personal goals or class goals. Okay. Um, some, you know, they have some recommendations. Again, you can come up with whatever you would like as a teacher, but some of their examples for individual goals would be like using sentence variety in your writing, um, increasing your use of adjective and descriptive words. All right. Um, mastering math facts. I know, I you know, that. you guys, multiplication is, you know, you it, guys are doing that in, it's in a third grade, by the end right? Of third grade, most definitely yep. to have them memorized. Um, you know, collaborative learning energy. Are you a good collaborator in a team? Um, you know, do you use insightful questions or multi-sentence answers? Nice. Um, and then you could have class goals, and they, they have some examples of those. And again, come up with what you want, but kindness. You know, do you praise classmates? Do you use please and thank you and you're welcome? I love it. Do you it. have good sportsmanship? Are you a good leader? Maybe can you mentor someone in a lower grade or someone who's struggling? And, right? you know, like these are all great ideas that I definitely think would help definitely our school. Absolutely. You know, with, yep. with everything that's going on now. And, and I mean, these are these are great ideas and these are things you want to see kids doing. Right. And, our you know, one of our, our district goals is or our goal this year or our theme this year was kindness. Right. right. So yep. um, and it's going to be for the next few years, I would think so great way to incorporate that and again it's individual you're not you're not all you're looking for is improvement right. i guess it's not just individual it's just improvement that's what you're looking for and that's what i one of the things i loved about this because when i was teaching fifth grade you would have kids who maybe weren't the most um academic but they showed improvement so they were moving up the ranks just as much as some of the really, really bright kids or, you know, academically advanced kids were moving up the ranks. And sometimes the academically advanced kids, you know, sometimes think they can kind of skirt by or, or we're not challenging them right. with something. So then they would have to work because it's all based on improvement. You can't just, it's not just that you got a hundred on a test. Did you ex maybe explain your answers better this time? Did you, you know, right. it, it it's all that improvement and that's what we're looking for. Yeah. You give give every kid an opportunity to achieve success in the classroom right and then he had you know they have a new uh whole section on character education which i thought was you know amazing um well this this episode is going to come out in august right is it, it? yeah it's going to be in august yeah um you know and and now it's june it's it's the beginning of june and and you know after after this episode and after preparing for this episode i am going to jump back into it and one of the things this summer um is i think i was maybe based off everything that he has, you know, maybe an intermediate whole brain teacher. Okay. Right. Teacher. They kind of have levels yeah, or, or what have, they would consider. I, I have to up my game because there's, <laughs> you know, number one, they change the class norms, right? Change those around a little bit. Um, and, and the fact that there is now this character education. Yeah. And um, I think it's cool. It's, I mean, and it's simple things, right? Using please using thank you and you're welcome. Um, trying to make somebody feel good, you know, who maybe has made a mistake they have a, a call out, you know, if somebody makes a mistake, 
you say, hey, you're still cool. And everybody in the class can can give that call out before you kind of help with a mistake. Yeah. Um, and I know you've done the the woo. Um, and I love the one they have is uh, help me. So if a student's struggling to get an answer, he can say help me. And you get a group of students who are near him kind of come around and give suggestions or near him or her come around and give suggestions. And then when, when they're ready to then re-engage with the class, they give a class and everybody has to respond with that yes, and then they give that answer. I love it. I um, love it. And again, as a teacher, we start to, to scaffold it, right? So we say, oh, help me when we're trying to do something, get the kids to come around. Right, right. Y- you know. Well, we, uh, we do, uh, you know, during our spark time when a kid, when a student has a problem and as a teacher, you're working with a group or already working with a student, the kid can put up a folder. Okay. And, and, it's, it's, and that's a it's help me kind like of that, thing. that yeah. signal. And I saw that last night. I said, okay, we are using bits and right. pieces of this. Um, but, but you know, I, I saw that and said, ooh, you know what? Now I can incorporate it. Or now I have an, at least an idea to incorporate it. Even further. Right, outside yeah. of outside of their spark time or their making time. Yeah, and I mean, like I said, I think the, the great thing about this is you can go to their and look at their website and choose bits and pieces. If I was going to say anybody to start something, class yes. Most definitely. And 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 the website set up it's it is very user friendly. Yep. It's yep. it's easy to see everything we talked about. There's links up at the top. Um, and I know, you know, uh, they have or Chris Biffle has a few books. Yes. Um, yeah. Yep. You know, there's whole brain teaching, there's 122 amazing games. Um, and I think there was one more that that is just recent um, has just come out and it's called Fast Track: 7 Steps to Teaching Heaven. Um, you know, and it's got a lot of resources in there. Um, you know, so I, I just think, you know, to start off the year, try something from whole brain teaching, I think would be amazing. I, you, um, you'll make up so much time Yep. Um, with, with getting these routines down and, and it helps you have an organized classroom. And doing it in a fun manner, right? Instead of the kids coming in and this being a, here are the rules and going through just a list of rules. It's, we're going to have fun with it. You right. know, because you can even create rules with your class, and and nine times out of ten, they're pr- you're pretty much going to be able to work his norms, norms. into those right. rules because that's just the way a, a a classroom should run. Right, and that's what I used to tell the kids in, in fifth grade, like to keep your dear learning community happy. Any rule that we didn't specifically go over, if it isn't helping the our class, you're not doing that rule. You're not keeping that norm with us. Yeah, you know, so it just kind of all flows together. It's a great, uh, great opportunity to uh, try something new. Yeah, absolutely, you know, and that's what year. it's all about. Uh, you have anything else for today, Joe? Mm, Ron, not that, uh, and nothing else. I I feel right now that I've, I'm missing about whole brain teaching and yeah. what we're doing. Um, just think, you know, it was another awesome episode, and, and, and love sitting and here talking about things. Yeah, and just another great thing to try, you know. And that's what we're all about is trying to, you know, again, we're geeking out on all things education every right? year, like, trying. Doesn't matter what it is, you know, um, whether it's whole brain teaching or adding technology or, you know, whatever. That's that's what we're all about with the teacher nerds. All right. So uh, that's our episode number nine. Whole brain teaching episode. Um, Again, I'm Ron Nober. I'm Joe DiPaolo. And we are Teacher Nerds. Nerds. Uh, Check us out on TeacherNerds.com. And that, again, Joe, is nerds with a Z, Ron. You got it. TeacherNerds.com. And you can follow us on Twitter at TeacherNerds. You can use the hashtag TeacherNerds. And if you're doing any design thinking from episode eight and maybe using our free ebook, uh, use the hashtag DTTeacherNerds. Again, nerds with a Z. 
We'll see y'all next time. Teacher nerds, teacher nerds, knocking on your door. Open up, let's take your teaching further than before. Give it a try, don't be shy, there's nothing there to lose. Worst thing that happens, kids get pain on their shoes. We're talking teacher nerds, I'm talking teacher nerds.